The Pat Kenny Show with MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Uh, ticks and fleas aren't uncommon in dogs and are preventable. However, fleas are transferable to humans if your dog is not treated, uh, especially if we live a little bit too closely with our pets. Pete the Vet is with me now. Uh, Pete, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we'll talk about fleas in a moment, but have you seen mm. that story about the cow giving birth to triplets? I did, yes. I Very did. unusual. It is unusual. I'm not sure what the odds are, but there's certainly... Not at all common. Not not at all common. Uh, The owner of Cow702, Stephanie's on the line. Stephanie, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Um, This is, I suppose, congratulations are (laughs) in order. Um, Thank you. Are the calves, I mean, very long odds on three being born? So I I believe it. um, Somebody else was telling me a million to one. I don't know about them odds now, but we certainly, we're farming for 30 years. We never had triplets before. Have you had twins? We had a few sets of twins over the years, yes. But never triplets. Peter, never triplets, no. You've been looking at this? Yes, I um, I used to be in a farm practice many years ago, and I remember farmers were quite pleased when they had twins, but a triplet would be a real surprise. I bet you turned your back on the calf and thought, uh, I'm on the cow when she was calving, and thinking two was, was the final the final number. Well, no, that's not actually what happened. Uh, our, the, calves, the cow calved herself. In the field before oh my goodness, between right. two o'clock in the morning and seven o'clock, we were, my husband Michael, he's a publican here in Fordstown, and uh, he went down to have a look at them at about two before he went to bed, and then himself and my son were up at seven that morning, and they went down, and the three calves were in the field. Oh so, gosh! And, and at that point, I presume they're almost standing up at this stage. They were stand, two of them were standing up, and the third one, the bull calf, the biggest of them all, the black one, like you know, he it took him a few days. I think yeah. it's the way he was positioned in the wound or that the hooves were... So what, was, what, back, was, the, what so. was the gender mix then? There was uh, two two females, two heifers and one bull. And are you happy about that? We're delighted. Yes, Delighted to have healthy calves. Like, I mean, to have one healthy calf yeah, wonderful. I, I mean, we've, we've often heard these stories of, uh, you know, having to pull a calf out of a cow, difficult birth. And this this cow managed to uh, deliver yes. three unaided. Yeah. Well, Pat, one of the great things about multiple births is they're smaller, obviously, than, yeah. than singletons. So cows are unlikely, actually, to get less likely to get stuck when they've got two or three, yeah. unless they get tangled up together inside a course. And that yeah. does happen. Are they smaller, Stephanie? No, well, we were very surprised, but one is small. But um, but for a triplet, like we wouldn't call it small. The other two are very substantial calves. Like yeah, and, and and there was no danger that this is a cuckoo in the nest. You know that uh, another cow had a calf well, and dumped well, it. Well, I did when I went down to look at them that morning. Um, I thought, especially with the red one, like I mean, because we had three or four other cows in the field. Some of them had calved, and a few more two calves. And I was suspicious, and I walked around, but there was no other cow after calving. Like. <laughs> okay. Good work by the cow. She's seven years old. How much? She's lo- eight year old, and she- this is our sixth calving. She oh, had five uh, pro- five calvings prior ha- to this. How long will she stay with you for? Generally, a cow like that. Well, um, we'd normally keep them about ten years. Okay, yeah, she's doing well for we, you. We, she's we, doing we, well. She was born into our herd. Like I mean, we bre- we breed our own, like, mm. and we bred her, and yeah, we kept we um, we kept her on, and mm. we have our own bulls, like so. Well, I, I, uh, by the way, uh, Pete might tell me this, and perhaps Stephanie, you can. Uh, is it possible there are different fathers for these different uh, offspring? 
I suppose, it is possible technically, but I suppose it depends on on the environment that they're in. I mean, was it just one bull there? No, we have two limousine bulls. Okay, well, no. that's that that would be an interesting possibility, <laughs> of course. <laughs> anyway, Stephanie, there. congratulations and th- and thank you very much for thank taking you. our call this morning. All right. Well, um, mm. I hope they all um, live long and healthy lives. Uh, uh, better uh, prospects for the females. <laughs> well, <laughs> because no, it's, it's be a, milkers. It's beef, beef farms, are, you know, <coughs> gender is less significant, I suppose. Um, poor um beef, uh, sorry, dairy, male dairy calves. That's a whole other story, but oh. that's not for today. Not for today. We will mm. deal with it, though. Mm. Anyway, ticks and fleas. Yes. The, well, you see. Insects like or, or ectoparasites like that, they, they breed much more quickly in warmer weather. And that means that we definitely see a peak during the coming months of May, June, July, August, September, especially with climate change. Um, although these days, because of um, central heating, we tend to see these parasites all year round now. All year round. But can, you, can you get them from your pets? I mean, well, yeah, I think th- that, that was the, there was a survey by MSD, the International Health Company, and what it showed up was some really interesting facts and figures about how we live with our pets. Used to be, you see, that pets were seen more as kind of outdoor creatures mm. and they came into um, our homes as a little treat now and again, whereas nowadays they live with us. And, for example, they surveyed, they surveyed 500 dog owners and they found that 63% of owners allow their dogs to lie on the sofa, 37% and let the dog sleep on the human bed and um, 80% say hello to the dog when they come home and 33% dance with their dogs yeah. so you know people people very much see their pets as as family that they want to be yeah. close to and I know that myself I, I have I have dogs and cats and one of our cats has taken to sleeping on our bed and I had a, an interesting parasite experience this week because during the night she actually crawled under the covers so she was lying right she was yeah. lying right beside me which I quite like but then I woke up because I had the sensation of something crawling along my neck and I had never seen a flea on on the cat at all but what the, the truth is that only about 5% of, of the flea population is on the animal at the time. 95% is in the house. So even if you never see a flea on your, on your cat or dog, there's a high chance they could well be there, especially if your pet goes out and to areas where there are other animals in the summer months because fleas breed outside and ticks breed outside. So they're very likely to come back with fleas Is it easy to treat? Well, the great thing is that there are much better methods now to treat fleas and ticks than there used to be. Um, you can use spot-on products, but be aware that um, some of those are much, much, much better than others. Um, also, one of the newest innovations is tablets. So the tablet now, for example, you just need to give one tablet every three months and any time a flea or a tick bites your, your dog or cat, they, they will die. The flea or tick will die. And that means that it more or less completely eradicates them as a risk. So there are new and very effective ways of dealing with these parasites. Well, but you should talk to your vet because vets are the ones who have the access to the latest technology when it comes to prevention. Well, here's a relevant question. I have two outdoor male neutered cats, both semi-feral, with a flea issue. During the day, they head off to an overgrown area at the back of our estate. I've given them a flea treatment uh, to the back of the neck. I got it from my vet and new bedding, but they're still itching. It's impossible to take them to the vet for a visit. They don't mix much with other cats, but another feral and a local cat visit our garden and go into the shed where they live. They sleep together. They're never apart. Is there anything else I can do? My own vet said it may be difficult to, to treat them as they're not house cats. It is difficult. And again, that's where an oral medication uh, and 
often these come in a palatable formulation so you can just put it in the food and they'll eat it very easily and the good thing is the long lasting effect so yeah. you know so, so, you just so one to, of these pills at uh, three months you get from it okay and but the other thing is be aware that um they will be reinfested if they go to an area where there are lots of flea eggs living in the environment. Remember, 95% of the fleas actually live in the environment. So sometimes you have to use a spray in the environment to make sure that you're killing any of the fleas uh, that are there and also stopping the eggs from hatching out. So a combination of long-lasting tre- flea treatments on the pet combined with treating the environment, and that may be a shed outside, um, is the best thing to do. I have uh, two small dogs, a Scottish Terrier Cross and a Maltese Terrier Cross, both about six kilograms. Uh, they are both been given a raw hide stick every day as a treat. The Scottie sometimes ends up eating one and a half because he chews and swallows his own in a few minutes and then nicks the other dogs. I'm concerned that these uh, constant rawhide treats will have an adverse effect on health. Can you advise from John and Leash? Well, John, I, I think um, they're unlikely to have a, an adverse effect on their health other than the excess calories can make dogs a bit too fat. Um, I would say to you that there's evidence that specially designed dental treats that have been um, proven with clinical trials to be effective at removing plaque from your dog's teeth, they're more likely to be effect. You know, they'd make more sense than using rawhide chews. The evidence for rawhide chews is a bit less convincing. And a final one here. Any tips on finding a young cat missing for a week from a cattery in an unfamiliar area? No sightings as of yet. We've been doing daily searches, posters, social media. That's from Kevin. It sounds pretty desperate to find uh, a cat. This is difficult, Kevin. If, if a cat goes missing in your own home area, then you can probably guess where your cat's more likely to be because they're creatures of habit. In an unknown area, it's much more difficult. Will the cat Although, try and find its way home? I, they sometimes do try and find their way home and I have seen that happen they have some sort of brain um, uh, magnetic detecting um, stuff which goes on there which allows them to do that but what we generally do when we see experiences like this is set a cat trap because cats sometimes do stay around where they've escaped from um, but they go into hiding so if you get a cat trap and your vet will often be able to lend you one of these you can leave it out and you can then just you know check it twice a day uh, and there's a reasonable chance that the cat will be hungry they'll go into the trap and then you have them and then you have them okay mm. that's uh, anyway one course of action that might be open uh, Pete Wetterer and Pete the vet thank you very much for joining us thank you 